You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. That's right, it is Wednesday, November the 18th. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And uh, big NFL day today. We got a lot to talk about, of course. Uh, we also have the NBA draft. Who freaking knew? Like, have you heard anything about this aside from, like, yesterday? Maybe a little bit. That's. I feel like they just started talking about it this week. Like, nobody even mentioned it. So, but either way, we're, uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a lot of different things, of course. Uh, the Cubs issues and whatnot, what's going on over there. So we will uh, we will discuss that as well. Uh, before we get to any of that, if you guys would like to, go ahead and jump into the chat. You can do that on any of our different, uh, different streams. We are on Periscope, we're on Twitch, we are on Facebook, and we are on YouTube. Uh, YouTube is, of course, our biggest one. We hope that you will subscribe over there. If you ever miss the live show, you can always get the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, we are now on Amazon Music. Just got that added uh, yesterday. So we are on Amazon Music. We are on, uh, what was the other latest one? Oh, iHeart. So it basically, anywhere that you need to get podcasts, we are now officially there. I thought we were already there. Now we're officially there. So... Uh, go on and knock those out. Leave a nice five-star written review. We would certainly appreciate that. Uh, hopefully, everybody is having a good Wednesday. If you want to see our college football coverage, you can find us over at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF and over at the SBR Picks YouTube page. We do a show on Mondays, on Tuesday afternoons, and on Saturday mornings. Make sure you are subscribed to their channel and that you head over to the website. You can always find our stuff over there as well. Again, sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Hey, Chris. Did you yes. watch Maxon last night? Yes. Did you see Jarrett Patterson? I mean, yeah. Jarrett Patterson had 31 carries for 301 yards and four touchdowns. Yep. Unfreaking believable. Uh, now, Bowling Greenstaff had like four coaches out with COVID, but no players. 
Now, I hadn't seen that one yet this year. So you got to wonder what them coaches were getting into. Uh, also, wanted to bring up, you've seen all the stuff about the COVID vaccines? Yeah. Did you see who funded the one at Moderna? Well, yeah. That's Dol- my girl. Dolly Parton, man. I was pretty excited about it. <laughs> no. I worship that lady, man. Apparently, she didn't even know that she was the one that had funded it. So that's that's the latest news that came out today. It was you know everybody was celebrating her, uh, I believe yesterday, and then today it was, hey, uh, you know I'm glad, but I honestly did not realize that I was the one that uh, that had put in all that money. So <laughs> that just lets you know how big her empire is. Uh, you go to Dollywood regularly, don't you? Regularly is that is that somewhere that I should take Lincoln once he gets to be a little older? Well, yeah, when he gets older. That's sure. I've I've never been. Sure. So I wonder if if that's you it's know. it's like a small version of Disney World. I mean it's it's not nearly as big, but it's got rides for kids. It's got rides for grown ups. It's you know they've got all kinds of stuff. They've got shows. They've got all kinds of things. And it's it's beautiful up there, right? It is. I love the Smoky Mountains. I love that is my favorite place to vacation. If I can't go to a big city, I don't do beaches. I'm gigantic. Nobody wants to see me on the beach. <laughs> I sweat when I get fat. Or right, wait a minute. I sweat when I get hot because I'm fat, and and it's just it, it's a disaster. So no, I like the Smokies. Yeah. Okay. It, wait, what's uh, what's the best time of the year to go? Uh, spring or fall because summers are still really hot there, but summers are fun there too. I mean, summers yeah. are a lot of fun. Uh, I used to whitewater up there all the time. So I mean, that's a, that's a fun thing to do in the summertime. You can't really do it in the spring or fall. I wonder, like around Christmas, obviously it'll be beautiful and all that. But beautiful. I wonder, yep. I wonder if there's snow issues or anything like that. No, 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 you're gonna have snow, but it's not like snow issues. I mean, I used to have a Honda Accord, and we'd still make it. I mean, I never got anywhere where I couldn't, you know, get in or out in a I car. Get down with that. Okay, okay. No, I I can definitely do that. I'm stay I'm on the main roads. Like you want to make sure to get a cabin in like a big cabin area and not off isolated by itself. If you're going to go up at any point in time where it might be winter, that makes sense. That makes sense. We're we're looking at maybe a couple of Christmas ideas. So so that might yeah. be something that we look into. But yes, Dolly Parton, the one who uh, who funded the Moderna vaccine. That one's the one that's like ninety percent effective. And then the no, Pfizer. It's like 95% effective. Now, Pfizer is the, uh, the 95. Pfizer is 90. Is it? I mean, no, I could have sworn. You got them backwards. Okay. You got them backwards. Either way, one of them is 95%. One of them is 90%. It's going to yep. take a while to get them distributed, but uh, but things are looking in a positive direction. I don't, I don't know how wild that is. Uh, I heard Dr. Drew this morning, which would have been yesterday afternoon show um, on the Adam Carolla show, give him a little plug, uh, <laughs> say that he thinks that. Uh, the FDA will have one of them, if not both of them, uh, passed and beginning to be distributed to high-risk and medical personnel within three weeks. Yes, but that is uh, it, it is a lower number. Like, it won't be wide-scale. No, he uh, said, he said, he said, so here's his numbers, exactly. 10 million in three weeks, 100 million by April. That's uh, So that's what I was getting at, is it, it'll be at least April. It's not like they're going to start having them now. at Walgreens next but, month. No, it's... it's a hundred million by April. So it's not like it's all going to get dropped in April from oh, basically well. December through April. More people are going to get it more and more and more that want it. But even, even just people starting to get it, if it's effectiveness works, it should begin to create a, a better immunity type system situation for, for us. There was a, a guy that was on Joe Rogan today and he wrote a book called Apollo's arrow. Uh, about this, like about, you know, uh, whatever, the the coronavirus stuff. 
uh, Nicholas Christakis, right? And he is uh, he is the Sterling Professor of Social and Natural Science at Yale, uh, and he was discussing the idea behind uh, like who should get the vaccine first. And he said, "No, you would think that you would want it to go to the elderly." You know, obviously, we're going to give it to, like, the healthcare workers first, right? Yes. So, give it to them first. Uh, but then after that, it would go to, um, you know, people think, well, you need to give it to the elderly first. Well, actually, that's not really the case. It would really need to go to the people that are out and about the most first. Because if those people cannot transmit it to the people that are in the nursing homes, et cetera, then they're not ever going to get it. So, like, it, he said, he thought that that was the smarter way to go about it. But in that situation, you would need a whole lot more. So it was an interesting conversation, and I'm I'm pretty interested in all this stuff, man. I don't know what is going to happen with all of it, but uh, I'm excited that we're moving in the right direction. I'm pumped about that. Uh, did you see where the NFL today said that they are moving into, uh, oh, what's it called, COVID? God, it just brought this up to me. Like, COVID uh, inter... God bless America. God, I'm, I'm so irritated about this. I cannot believe I forgot it. They're, they're moving into, like, some other kind of uh, a lockdown where everybody's, like, switching up how they uh, how they meet in person and stuff again. Did you see this? No. It It is. Man, I'm so mad about this. Um, either way. You know what? It'll come to me here in a little while. Uh, I'm so mad I cannot remember this. But it was, like, some big news this morning, and it never actually, you know, it, it didn't explain a whole lot. It was just, like, we're moving into some other COVID protocol for the rest of the season. It's like, uh, I don't, I, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but I can understand why they would do it because the case numbers throughout the, the country are going kind of crazy. Uh, McKinnon jumps in, happy hump day, and Terry said, hate that Theo is leaving the Cubs, wonder if he's going to the Mets. So, before we jump into Theo Epstein, uh, NBA draft. Like, we talked about it before, hadn't been a whole lot about it. You know, Chris has heard some things here and there, I've heard some things here and there, but they started the trade deadline, and I wanted to bring this up because, you know, we hadn't talked a lot of NBA, but, man, James Harden to the Nets just sounds insane to me. But uh, that's not a done deal. James Harden is being shopped around to everybody. Right, right. But the, the biggest talk is is him going to the Nets with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and, and whatnot. Um, how? I just think that's the biggest team, though. I don't think that's the biggest talk. Oh, okay, I mean that's that's the one that I have read the most about um, all the different ways that deals. Well, I'm sure you work. have because that's that's the New York media and that's the biggest team and there's a million ways to write that story. How would that even work? Like, forget the way that they would get the deal done because you can get deals done for anybody, right? Like, I, we mm-hmm. saw the Bucks trade for uh, for Drew Holiday from uh, from the Pelicans. How did it How did it work when they brought Westbrook in to to play with him in Houston? Well, it, you it, just add KD to the mix. They actually have another player that's really good that can actually help out. But the best thing it is, if that was to happen, would be a safety valve for when Kyrie Irving blows the whole damn thing up and quits. That's true because we know that Harden can play the point if he needs to. Yes. So he he is more of a shooting guard than he is a point guard, but he can play the point. And, of course, he's already had uh, quite a bit of success with Mark D'Antoni and – or Mike D'Antoni, excuse me – and uh, am I saying that? Is it Mark D'Antonio? Or Mike? It's, it's Mark D'Antonio, right? The former Michigan State coach. And then Mike D'Antoni is the Nets assistant coach who's going to be under Steve Nash. Uh, 
just a lot going on here. Is there anything that you are excited to watch about this NBA draft tonight? Um, I'm I, yeah, I'm excited to see who goes where. This is the actual first draft we've had in a long time, where uh, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, we have no idea. Like Anthony Edwards like, is the favorite to be drafted it, first. It, but. it is usually a done deal that that we know the top five picks almost. Yeah. Or at so, least the first two, but we don't even know that. So um, I'm, I literally just pulled up a big board for uh for for like the sporting news, and they have uh Obi Toppin as the number one pick overall, and then Wiseman two and Anthony Edwards three. So I I mean I, I think I think if you pull up ten different analysts that do this for a living, I think you're gonna get ten different top tens. Yeah, I could uh I could believe that. I will tell you this. I, I'm so there's a lot of homerism here, but the dude has kind of hit on every draft pick, and he's never really drafted a bust. Um, Danny Ainge is desperately trying to trade into the top three, and I want to know who he's trying to get. Because he yeah. has somebody in mind that he wants, that he thinks is going to be there at three, but he would take him number one overall if he can get into the top three in any way, shape, form, or fashion. You think, and that's you think maybe Tobin? to me. Like I, I don't know. I, 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 no idea. No idea. No idea who, but I, the fact that he is starving to jump into the top three and, and trying to be really aggressive to do it, it is, is a little surprising to me, considering the fact that I think this is the year we're going to find the most bust in the draft, and you're going to see who's good at this and who's bad at it. Yeah. Does it really mean that they're good or bad at it? I mean, that's... Yes, yes. Yes, if you're just lazy and you just take who the all the all the prognosticators say is the next best player, then then that's wrong. That's definitively wrong, and we've seen people do that year in and year out. I've sat here and told you I don't follow this stuff nearly enough to know more than these people do, but I watch them play basketball, and I can tell you this guy's not going to be good in the pros. I'm just he's just not. And year in and year out, that guy's taken in a top three or top five pick, and. I'll be damned. He doesn't have leadership ability. He doesn't have big playability when it actually matters. Oh, wow. He went to Kentucky or he went to Duke or he went to one of these monster schools where he didn't have to do anything and he never played a team where they weren't better than them. Uh, It it happens every year all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, there are people that are just flat ass bad at it. They listen to sports writers instead of doing work. That is an interesting point. I'm I'm curious about James Wiseman. I'm curious about Obi Toppin. I'm curious uh, just about all these teams. Like where, well, where no, these all teams of them. Are I go? mean, all, all all the way down this list. There's there's dudes all up and down it that I'm I'm just I'm interested to see them all. Like there was a report that Michael Jordan gave the go ahead for um, uh, Lamelo Ball. Like all this different stuff, right? So, you know, I, I'm I'm certainly curious. I'm certainly curious to see what in the world they're going to end up doing. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess like I'll I'll watch. I'm I'm not as into it this year, and I I don't know if it's the timing. Probably has something to do with it because I'm so well, knee deep in football. I'm, I'm going to tell you if we would have gotten a normal finish to the basketball season, and we knew more about these guys because it's always in the tournaments, even in the conference tournaments, where guys become stars. Okay, yeah, that's true. And 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 we didn't get that this year, and so there's some underlying guy with a ton of talent out there that didn't have the opportunity to showcase it. 
And, and that guy one day next year, two years, three years from now is going to rise up from the ashes and he's going to either be undrafted or a second round guy or a super late guy. And, and somebody's going up with a steal. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Uh, Terry jumped in. He said, your Facebook feed went down. Uh, it, it should be back up now. I, I saw that and Periscope both went down at the same time. We should be good now. So, uh, no worries. James Lill jumps in. He said, uh, hey, Gary, would you take Colorado State minus eight in a, in a teaser? Uh, no, because that game has been canceled. So, they are now talking. Hey, did you see this today? Colorado State and Colorado were talking about playing this weekend? Like, the Pac-12 just announced that they are uh, they are going to allow non-conference games if a team's game gets, you know, canceled. I, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm tell you something. I saw that news. I also read a report. It might have been Monday that I read it. Yeah. And I, I went ballistic. I was alone in the car, saw it come up or whatever on my news feed, and, and, and just stopped, pulled over at a job site. And I just lost my shit. The Big Ten is also considering that after Ohio State has missed one game because they're afraid of them missing two more. And and my rant, it I, it was as swore-laden as anything that I've done in a long, long, long time. If Jesus is real, he is not, not pleased with me at all. And it is just all about Ohio these State. conferences, not just Ohio State, but all of these conferences – they pick a baby, and then they do everything to nurture and care that baby all the way to the championship, and I think it's devastating to their conference. Yes. Look at the Big 12 and look at the Pac-12. This is your fate. This is your fate. Nothingness, yeah. worthlessness, just disaster. Because both of those picked a baby, and guess what? At some point in time, all the other horses in the barn said, fuck you, we're not playing. I found it very funny that they already had a backup plan for USC immediately. Like once immediately, Arizona State immediately, Arizona State, Colorado got canceled like early Sunday, and they immediately said, "Okay," because Utah was having problems as well. Well, if USC Utah doesn't happen, then we're doing USC Colorado, and then it turns into, "Okay, well now Utah can play." Okay, well because that's why they approved this non-conference thing was. Man, we got to get USC and Oregon because they all have because they all have babies that they are trying to nurture. But the Big Ten wasn't even considering it when and Wisconsin went down. We're we're not like at, the biggest thing was Nebraska, right? Like Wisconsin went down and and they had COVID, they wouldn't have been able to play anybody. I understand uh, that, but, but it's, it's just the fact that they they pick and choose yeah. who they want to make rules to benefit for. Right. That's and that's this what I'm is saying. The problem is it, that we have it happened with um it happened with Nebraska. And Nebraska already had a game lined up against Chattanooga. The yes. other team had already tested. Everything was good. They were ready to come up to Lincoln to play. And the Big Ten said, no, absolutely not. And then Ohio State loses a game, and all of a sudden it's, oh, okay, hold on. Like, let's let's take a minute and just think this out. And yep. it's just ridiculous. They don't even try to hide anymore. I, I, I looked like the typical butthurt fan crying conspiracy theories for years and years and years. And now these conference commissioners don't even try to hide it anymore. This is our horse, and we are backing this horse. And if you're another big boy in this conference, screw you. We don't care. You're not as big as them. They make us the most money, and that's all we care about. Yeah. 
We don't care about the, the collegiate experience. We don't actually care about the integrity of the game. We are going to bend every rule we have to benefit this team. And because of that, people are going to go to play there because they're going to get showcased far more. Therefore, they're going to out-recruit you as well. Yeah, And so they're going to have all the benefits of all the rules and all the best players. And there's nothing you can do about it. And if that's your team, congratulations. If it's not, screw you. It's it's pretty remarkable to see that they – because we have thought this for years and years. And no, I've been saying it forever. Yeah, no, that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, we've seen it forever, but but this year it is just – Completely Not even proven. hiding it anymore. Yeah, they just they just said it's 2020, and 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 conspiracy theories be damned. We're just going to be out in the open with it. Yeah, no, you're uh, you're right about that. Uh, Daniel Chandler said, "What's your opinion on Mellow Ball? Is he worth the headache his dad brings? Uh, if he's if he's good, I mean, I think he's good. <laughs> I mean, there was a, there was a world in which early like a month or two ago, people were thinking he was going to be the number one kid overall, and I thought, well, that's insane. That that's I think that's insane." I mean, but, he, he does have a really high upside. I but. think he's, oh, no, I think he's really good. I think there are guys that are, I think their upside is just as big as his, and their floor is way higher than his. Yeah, that, that there's could a be world possible. in which yeah. he he is insane because he was raised by an insane person, and and <laughs> that shit's genetic. Okay, and in four years he's not in the league anymore. So you know that 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 world is a that's real. That's yeah. a possibility. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, Ryan Kennedy said, "How does Maryland get a free buy versus Ohio State?" And now, uh, and now they're playing this week. Uh, well, they had COVID issues, like, it, but they, it was it's all contact. They got a buy. Yes, they got a, they had COVID issues. Yeah, and it was uh, it was contact tracing and whatnot. So they will have enough players to play this week. There are going to be some that have to sit out, but you know, but it was not like an outbreak that that shut them down for weeks, like Wisconsin. Uh, Ryan Kennedy said, "Is Indiana not going to feel good this week?" Uh, I mean, I don't think so, but, you know, who knows? I, I think they'll probably get beat. Darren said, uh, is Miami out in the conference championship if they win out? Uh, yes. Yeah, well, it depends on, you know, if Clemson loses another game to somebody, then then they could get back in. But they need Clemson to lose again, and that's about the only way that they can get in there. So There's just not a world where Clemson's going to lose another yep. game. I agree with you. And then James wants to know about Boise State in a teaser. Uh, yeah, like Chris loves Boise State against Hawaii this week. So Yeah, you yep. don't need to tease it. Just, yep. just lay the 14. They're going to beat the hell out of them. Yep, there you go. There you go. All right, uh, let's talk about, uh, about old Theo right quick. Theo Epstein out with the Cubs. Did you hear what he said he wanted to do? Uh, no, no. Okay. I just know he was leaving the Cubs. He wants to do something specific. So here's so he wants to take a year off from baseball. Um, and that's Terry brought up earlier. He said, "Hey, uh, you know, I wonder if he's going to the Mets because the Mets have new ownership. You know, and the Mets are another one of those franchises that's just been waiting to get back up there, right?" Um, I don't think that's it. What he said he wants to do is he wants to help the sport by getting away from the thing that he used to build these championship teams. He wants to he he's more than likely going to work with the commissioner's office in getting away from Atlant uh from analytics. And he said that analytics are destroying the aesthetics of the game. Do you agree with that? He's right about that. How do you get away with it? so obviously it has to be in rule changes. Yes, that's the only way that you can do it. He said that we need to put the ball in play more. Like, nobody wants to sit in the stands and watch 11 strikeouts. Like, nobody wants yeah. to turn on their he's, TV and watch that. He's right on that. He's right. And so, <laughs> Damien said, Epstein bears GM, please. 
<laughs> no, he's right on that. Listen, I've been, I've actually said this for a while. Um, two simple rules that would, would fix a lot of baseball's problems. Um, one call a strike a strike. Okay. Yep. Basically if it hits the black of the, of the corners, you gotta, you gotta call it. You got to call it a strike and, and pitchers hit that all the time. And they just call it balls because they want to hit, they want to help the hitters. People think that'll lead to more strikeouts and boring. No, it'll lead to hitters swinging the bat. All right. Right now they're looking for walks. Okay. Because it's the easiest way to get on base and analytics say, get on base. If you're not getting that and you're striking out more, you'll actually swing at that pitch, which means you're going to put it in play, but it's not a perfect pitch, which means you're probably not going to yak it over the fence. That will help a lot. That just simple rule right there, and it will speed up the game. Pitchers will work faster. Um, hitters will have to get get in the box, whatever, and and get ready to hit. That that one tweak right there, and then my second tweak would be deaden the baseball a little bit, just a little yep. bit, yep. because right now we have a world in which guys are hitting five hundred feet home runs on a regular basis, and before. Ted Williams in a hundred years was the only person to ever hit a ball 500 feet. Yeah. And, and now like the eighth hitter on every roster has done it at least once a year. That, that it's not normal. Yeah. That, yeah. It's now become a, like not even a special thing that, so if you deaden the baseball a little bit and that will actually help make the game a little bit safer because because these guys hit so hard, they've gotten so so strong, and they're bad. Even like they're not hulking like Mark McGuire used to be, or Jose Canseco was, like Barry Bonds, but like Cody Belch, all these guys, Mookie Betts, they're little guys, but they have bat speed that is like nobody's business. Acuna, when he hits the baseball, it explodes off of his bat, and pitchers have gotten line drive shot back to them a, a million times this year and last year. It will it will just help that a little bit. I would I would say this. Uh, it, I don't even we, think it'll bring scoring down though. We, I don't think it'll. No, I don't think that. so either. I, it, what they've done is they have uh, they have switched up. Uh, we talked about this. The baseballs are juiced right now, like they just yep. are. And yep. and if you take that, you know, deaden it just a touch to yep. where it's not coming off the bat as fast, because right now it's going so fast that you can't you don't have time to react to it. I mean, it's, it's well, even if it goes off so fast in the field outside of shotgunning the pitcher, that's fine. Put the ball in play and it's fun. It's exciting. Yeah. Hard line drives, laser shots are great, whatever. The problem is, is, is it's every, every fourth that bat's a home run, yeah. but 90% of them are solo home runs. And it's just, you're, you're watching a guy strike out, strike out, strike out. And then a guy jog around the bases and then strike out, strike out, strike out. And it is boring. If they start calling the black, on the plate, which is a, I grew up pitching in baseball and, and that is a strike. If it's any part of the plate, it's a strike. They squeeze the plate down too much to where every pitch that is a strike, every person in the major leagues can hit it 400 yards, 400 feet. Okay. Actually call the black a strike. That's it. Just actually uh, call the rule the way the rule is written. So just enforce your already rule. You don't have to change anything. Just start doing what you should have been doing all this time and deaden the ball slightly. You've changed this game dramatically. Yeah, I agree. I agree a hundred percent with, with both of those. So um, with that said, we'll, uh, we'll move off of old Theo here and let's dive into NFL week 11. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you uh, you ready to preview some ball games? Yeah, come on. Let's knock this thing out. We're going to start on Thursday night. We got the Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks are a three-point favorite, and the Seahawks have been playing like trash here lately. I don't know what's gotten into Russell Wilson. The last three games, he's got 10 turnovers. 10 turnovers. And with a defense like that, you cannot afford to give up possessions. Uh, I think that they eventually get it fixed because the, the Seahawks, down the stretch, their schedule is so much easier than everybody else's. But I don't think they get it fixed in this game. The Cardinals are playing with some insane confidence right now. I am all over the Cardinals as the underdog in this spot on a Thursday night. So, how uh, how are you feeling? Yeah, I think this is a sign where the this this is this is what the NFL does all the time. One team looks bad, the other team looks great. What do we do? We make the team that look bad the favorite. We make the other team the dog. Everybody piles up on the dog. The favorite's going to come in and they're going to get right. That Russell Wilson's not going to stay down for long. He, well, he's just not. The, so I I thought that last week, right? Like I, I thought they'd get fixed against uh, against the Rams, and they didn't. So actually, we've got yeah, 50- but the Rams and the and the and the Cardinals play two completely different style of football. This is true. The Rams pressure Russell Wilson straight up the middle. Okay, the Cardinals don't have that ability. How That's, do you okay. get to Russell Wilson? How do you slow him down? You get to him. What's the shortest distance between two points? A straight line. All right, the Cardinals won't do that. They don't have that ability. They don't. They don't have the personnel to be a capable of doing that. Okay. 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 Uh, 55% of the tickets are on Seattle in this spot. So, yeah. line has not moved from the opener. Uh, yeah. Joseph said, Seahawks can't run the ball, so Russ is forcing uh, is forcing it. Is Carson healthy? Uh, no, not yet. Um, no, Carson's not healthy. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. All right? Okay. Somebody, it might have been Pete Carroll. It, it might have been uh, my boy DK himself. But somebody is going to grab Russell Wilson by his short and curlies and tell him, get me the damn ball, all right? Four <laughs> passes in a game? Are you crazy? Yep. I'm the biggest monster on this team. I'm the biggest monster on the field. Get me the ball. At, you can tell that he is super comfortable with Lockett, right? He always has been. Yes. It's, that's why Lockett got, what, like nine targets last yes. game? Something like that. Lockett got nine, DK got four. Yeah, they, they need no, to get it no, to DK. They need to, if you have to force him the ball, you force him the ball. It's the old Larry Fitzgerald rule. They don't get to guard up here. It's not allowed. Yeah. yeah just they throw just can't the reach damn up thing there. up and let him go be a monster. All right, so you were rolling Seahawks this week. Right? I am rolling Seahawks. It's actually a gambling pick of mine this week. Sounds like a plan. All no, right. it's, it's not a gambling pick. I will be betting it tonight, but it's not a gambling pick. Sorry. <laughs> uh, moving into the Sunday noon slate, Eagles at the Browns. Browns are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, you know, Eagles currently leading the NFC East. You know, I don't know what that means, but uh, but Carson Wentz, not very good, um, at, or at least not so far this season or last season, at least not since the MVP year. It's okay. Uh, Carson Wentz is not good. Yeah, I don't think he's a good quarterback. You don't have to, you don't have to caveat it. We well, all know. He's go. not good. Carson Wentz is not a good quarterback, and, and that team still has issues. Uh, they're not a very good football team, and yet they are only a three-and-a-half-point dog at Cleveland who got Nick Chubb back last week, and he went freaking off. Uh, I, you know, I, 
I'm going to roll Browns. I don't I don't see any any reason to believe in the Eagles and I do this every single week. Now they've gotten 3 wins this year, but I just I don't buy into them being, you know, less than a touchdown underdog here. I I like Cleveland a lot here. Yeah, I do too. This is a gambling pick of mine. I'm going to take my brownies. Um, They're the better football team from top to bottom. It's not close. Baker's not good. You know that. I have frustrations with Baker. Baker's better than Carson. Yeah, that's just it. He can't read a defense like Carson, but he... When he when he knows the play and he knows where the play's going, he can get the ball there better than Carson can get the ball there right now. Hey, Casey jumped in. He said Eagles have to win this week. They've got a brutal schedule coming up. No, Take that they, for what it's but worth. They, that's the problem. They've yeah. had to win last week because that was a divisional game. That game mattered a million times more than this game mattered oh, yes. because it was a divisional game, and they couldn't win it. Having to be able to do something and being capable of doing it are two different things. Oh, yes. A hundred percent. Hey, Damian said uh, Washington will win the division. Uh, Casey said that he is ready for Jalen Hurts, which is a really interesting thing to think I, about. I don't know you that know? that helps your football team be better this year because Jalen's just not an NFL quarterback. No, no, uh, he's not. Not not unless you're wanting to switch over your offense. You know, Oklahoma switched their offense. He was super successful in it. And That's not going to work in the NFL. Don't, you don't yeah. get to play soft Big 12 defenses every week. Exactly. Jalen uh, will get picked off four times a game. He'll turn into Jameis. Zamora said that the Vikings won him $210 on Monday. Uh, props to that, my friend. Props to that. So, I lost uh, lost money on the Bears, and boy, did they make us look foolish. So, that is the way it goes. Uh, divisional game, Falcons at the Saints. Saints are a five-point favorite, and it is officially Jameis time in New Orleans. I uh, am... I don't know that that's official. Okay. How about this? Jameis took most of the snaps at quarterback last week. So I'm going to think he, that they are rolling with him aside from okay. Jason. He took he took ten. I don't know if that's most. It wasn't a lot, but okay. Uh, well, how about this? Taysom only threw the ball twice. And James, James threw, threw it, it ten, ten times. times. I'm I'm going to side with the traditional quarterback style there and think that they are going to roll with Jameis because he fits that offense better. Okay. Um, but it, maybe I'm wrong. You know, it, who knows what we're going to see. I think out. it's going to be a 50-50 split. I really do. When it's done, I think it's going to be 50-50 split. It was, I might be wrong on that. It was mostly Jameis on, on Sunday. Uh, you go back and, and look, and it, it was and, – and it kind of makes you wonder, like, why did they pay Taysom Hill, like, what is it, $18 million this year? Yeah, it's something like that. No, I'm, I think because they didn't get a week of practice to know that Taysom needed to run all these plays. Taysom has a package that he can run yeah. most weeks. But now is not most weeks. Now, if they trust Jameis the way they trust Teddy Two Gloves, then it's going to be all Jameis, and Taysom will still have his package. If they don't trust Jameis the way they trusted Teddy, then this is going to be a 50-50 split, and we're going to see a different side of Taysom. If – so, a lot of people – Casey said, I love the Falcons before the breeze injury. Now the public will be all over the Falcons. I got to go Saints. And that's kind of the way that I was that, leading. That line has dropped a lot. Yeah, that I mean, line it's has dropped a whole. It's down lot. to five. I think you can even get a four and a half. You can get. Uh, I was about about to line. say. I think. Yep. Yep. I think you can get a four and a half. Yep. And uh, and and the public. I mean, it's fifty three forty seven in favor of Atlanta as far as the percentage of uh, tickets. But you know, I I do still like the Saints here. I don't really care who's playing quarterback for them. I especially think if Jameis is the quarterback, it, we know that he can ex- like he can extend the field. Like he can throw the deep ball. Now it's it's exciting because you never know who's going to come down with it, you know. But oh, if 
who knows? Like, maybe he has improved. I, I would tend to lean the Saints here because I just don't know that I can put money on the Falcons. I'll, I'll tell you that. Well, no, I wouldn't bet on the Falcons against any team in the league this year. Um, <laughs> the the What I am most curious about, more than Jameis, is uh, Sean Payton. That's what I want to know. I want to see how creative he gets when he actually has a quarterback that's capable of throwing the football because Breeze is a, a old man quarterback. He is not Tom Brady. He is not. Yeah. I mean, he is, he looks a lot like Peyton Manning his last year where we, they're just, that team is just dragging his dead ass to the finish line. Yeah. Yeah. And he can dink and dunk all day long. And, and man, he's just racking up stats and racking up numbers, racking up wins, more power to him. Okay. That's fine. I'm just telling you that guy can't make a throw to save his life. If you, if the game is on the line and you need a first and, and, and a fourth and 15 or a fourth and 12, he ain't getting it. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't have the arm to do it. That's uh, the truth. Joseph Gomez said, Matt Ryan always are sorry. Matt Ryan always has had poor numbers. I think that's what he was trying to say there. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the truth. So, yes, I, I do like the Saints here. Is that uh, is that who you would roll with? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's the smart play uh, right now. I, I, I would rather take the unknown with the Saints as opposed to what I know from the Falcons. So, uh, other noon game, Titans at the Ravens. Ravens are a six-point favorite. And didn't we kind of watch this game last week? <laughs> like I don't, I don't think the Titans are as good on defense as the Patriots are, but no, they're um, not close to as good on defense. But I, so I we do, didn't watch this game. But I do think that it is a, a very similar uh, approach that Vrabel will take in this spot as Belichick did last week. You know, well, I, unless Vrabel can bring in the hails of rain, I don't know that that game ends up the same as it does. We play that game in sunny and and fifty five. I think the Ravens win that by two touchdowns. Okay. I really do. I really do. I think the only reason that offense got slowed down was was because of the rain. That's I, truth. This is no, what you, I think. You I may be this, right. You I've watched my right. Patriots more than you. I promise you, more than all of you. They, they just, <laughs> unless you're a Pats fan, you do not watch them as closely as I am. I'm telling you, this team isn't that good. And and I it, it, it took the the God of Thunder to to take that down. I do, I do kind of like the Titans here this week. Like we, we know that they have problems with. The I Colts. like the Titans, but it's not because of that. Uh, I think the Titans are good. I think the Titans can hang, and I think they'll keep this close. I don't know that they'll win the game, but I definitely think six and a half is too much. I think this Ravens team is still good. What I also think is this Ravens team isn't good enough to blow people out every week. Yeah, like it, it, there's a there's a lot going on in that locker room. You got Hollywood Brown kind of chirping about not being able to get the ball. You know, just a, a lot of issues going on with that bunch. So, I, I like the Titans here. Like, I think the Ravens have got some stuff to figure out, and I don't think this is the kind of team that you want to play when you've got those issues. Uh, I mean, as Titans, long as Greg Roman doesn't think it's a smart idea to uh, to to put a running back back there in the Wildcat when he already basically runs with the best running back in all of football, I I just don't know what the hell he's thinking sometimes. I agree. He got a lot of praise last year for building this offense around Lamar. I don't think he's a very good OC. I mean, there's a reason he's been at multiple different teams, you know. Well, but everybody was wanting him to be the hot guy to get a head coaching job, and I said, let's hold uh, on a little we, bit. We How much that. of this is Lamar being a freak? 
Well, and and so that's the thing, right? Like you can. Like, did he design all these runs where he had you know eighty, ninety yards rushing a game? Well, he designed the same stuff for Colin Kaepernick back in the day, and and you can get away with that for a little bit, but you know NFL uh, I, I think, not for I long. Think, like, I think Colin and 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 Lamar in their prime are athletes that can do a lot. I don't think there's a lot of design going on in there, Gary. I think uh, there's a whole lot of agreed. athletic ability going on in there. Yes, so yes, yes. He's that's not what designing I'm shit. Okay? No, it, but, it, but he is calling plays that allow them to showcase uh, their athletic abilities. Can we, can we at least agree on that? No, we don't. And here's why. How many of those runs are not design runs? They're, I'm dropping back to pass. Oh, nothing's there. He didn't design that. He didn't call that. The play he called didn't work. But that's but that's not the that's not all of their offense. Like their offense no, isn't not. just like but backyard football. But it's a large football. part of the successful parts of their offense. Okay, okay, I can I can get down with that because all the defense is backed up, playing coverage, and he's just running around just like Cap would run around. And once those D linemen get tired, I can outrun them. Boom! I got fifteen yards. If I can make a DB miss, bam! I got twenty five to thirty, or I'm taking it to the house. That's his pass play that he called didn't work, but everybody else would just throw the ball away, live to fight another day. And those guys were athletic enough to do something special with it. Yes. That's not all of their offense, but that is a big part of the success of their offense. Uh, Matt Miller said, Lamar has been found out. You ultimately have to be a good pocket passer and he isn't there yet. That, that there's not one single top tier quarterback in the league right now. That's a good pocket passer and doesn't run. Not one. So that's wrong. Is is Brady not a – is he not a good pocket passer? Brady's a great pocket passer. He can't move at all. So when he gets pressured up front, he gets destroyed. But the top-tier quarterbacks right now are Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson. Like, like Guys that get out of laundry, the pocket. Laundry list of names, not a damn one of them is a pure pocket passer anymore. Not one. Okay, that's a, that is a valid point. Name a pocket passer that's a top tier quarterback in the top tier, because Brady's not in the top tier anymore. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, but he Aaron even Rodgers he moves. can can he he runs too. Yeah, he moves too. Uh, let's see. Casey said the only thing that scares me is the revenge game for the Ravens. He said I hate messing with Titans games, but I really do like the Titans here. And uh, and Matt Miller said the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC as long as fifteen is healthy. Yeah, I mean, it, we <laughs> I don't even think that was a question as far as the. The Titans and Ravens go. But uh, but we're both siding on Titans. Uh, last game of the noon slate that we're going to cover, Patriots at the Texans. Texans are a two-point underdog here, and this line kind of stinks a little bit to me. Uh, this seems like a matchup nightmare for the Texans. They cannot stop the run. The run is the best thing that the Patriots do. Uh, the Patriots' defense has looked really, really good. Deshaun Watson doesn't have any weapons to throw to outside of Will Fuller, and you know that they're going to cover him up like white on rice. Yeah, they're going to take uh, Fuller away. What, Fuller will get nothing this week. Yeah, and that's that's the only real weapon. So what am I missing that makes this only a two-point line? Uh, it's just the Pats have been so bad. I mean, I guess. I I'm going to tell you this. I like the Pats in this spot. I'm taking the Pats. It's a gambling pick yeah, of mine. But I'm, but, I'm, but I'm telling you, man, I, I, the Pats can't be a three-point favorite to anybody. Uh, you just it's don't just know what math, they're going to end up doing. It's just a math problem. Yeah, Casey said uh, Deshaun usually has the uh, usually has Bill Belichick's number. He's staying away from it. Yeah, but every other time he had Bill Belichick's number, he also had Deshaun Hopkins. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's the truth. 
He had weapons, and he actually had like somewhat of a defense. Because remember, this Texans team at one point had a really scary secondary. The defensive line was actually pretty scary. They could get after the quarterback. They could actually stop the run a little bit. They can't do any of that right now. Linebacker play is not good. Like this Texans team is just not good at all. So, yeah, I'm I'm riding uh I'm riding Patriots here. Yeah, this is going to be one of those they're going to keep Watson on the on the bench. Uh, moving into the afternoon slate for Sunday, the Miami Dolphins at the Denver Broncos. Broncos are a three-and-a-half-point dog here, and I feel like it should be significantly more. They don't know if Drew Locke is going to be playing in this game. Uh, if he's not, you know, I imagine this line jumps significantly. Even if I he don't. is, uh, I just... I, 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 don't this, think Locke, I don't think Drew Locke moves the, moves the number at all, Gary. So, so why is it only three-and-a-half here, you think? Because I think I don't know this. Is this Miami team really that good? I mean, I think that defense five is. In a row. I think I think that defense really is. Like I think they are fantastic. And and right now, you know, they had the same thing with Fitz, but whether it's Fitz or Tua playing, it doesn't matter so long as they don't turn the football over. Uh, defense and special teams for this Dolphins team is what's winning them ball games, and I think they have a significant advantage on both sides of that right now. Uh, offense against that Broncos defense. Broncos, I mean, they it, it's like every starter out for this team on, on defense, it feels like it. Um, I just, I think the Dolphins are the significantly better team, so I, I'm going to have to ride with Dolphins here. I mean, that's fine. I'm, I, this is a complete stay away for me. Um, but, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to tell you, Drew Locke ain't moving this number, though. He's just not, he's not good. The backup quarterback is no drop-off. Yeah, hey, you you might be right. Uh, Joseph said under seems the safer play. Yeah, maybe so. Um, let's see, what is that under here? Uh, Miami and Denver, it is 45. There's a couple of 46s out there. So, yeah, I mean, that under does, I mean, that, that smells nice. I could get with that. So, um, Packers at the Colts. Colts are a one-and-a-half point favorite here. Uh, I like Aaron Rodgers in domes much more than I like uh, uh, Philip Rivers, <laughs> like Rivers, look, the Colts look great last week, but they always look great against the Titans. Like always, that is never a question. They've won like 17 of the, or no, 18 of the last 22 against the Titans. That's not anything special. I, I think I'm going to ride Packers here. This is a scary ass game. Yes. Because it looks like, why are the Packers, you know, not favored in this game or if they're favored, it's small. And it's it's a hundred percent because we've talked about this a million times, Gary. How do you beat the Packers? Uh, pressure Aaron Rodgers and no, you run the football. Yeah. You just run the football because they can't stop the run. And this is the best offensive line they're going to play all year because it's the best offensive line in the league. And they're going to run it all down the Packers' throat. I don't know that the Packers can stop it. I just don't. I think Aaron Rodgers is good. I think this defense is good enough to get a couple of stops. I don't know that the Packers can stop this run game. You might be right. I mean, Himes had a. I, uh, had to, I, I, I really was so tempted to make a gambling pick on the Colts. I don't pick in here, making a pick here. I'll take the Colts. Uh, Hines played insanely well last week. He's looked pretty good for the last couple of weeks. Uh, Jonathan Taylor has not done a whole lot for them. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Nobody can, they can't stop anybody from running the football. Okay. You're looking at specific running backs and seeing how good they are. I'm going to tell you, Jonathan Taylor, if he gets touches, will have his best week ever. Let's see. Uh, because he's going up against the softest run defense ever. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay, number 22 in the league in rush defense. So, yeah. 
Not a. But look at good. every game they've struggled in. Look at every game that's either been close or they've gotten beat outright in. Every one of those teams did one thing to them. They completely and utterly dominated them on the line of scrimmage from an offensive perspective. Yeah, okay. Um, Not even the games that they lost. Last week, the Jaguars did the same damn thing. Yeah, I mean, they they ran for 100 yards on them. And that is not a good offensive line, by the way. No, no, That's a good running back, but that is not a good line. Well, I mean, when they lost to the Vikings, they 100% got beat up on the ground with uh, with Dalvin Cook and that bunch. Yes. And the Bucs, I mean, the Bucs just beat them with defense. Bucs did the same thing. No, but Bucs did the same thing offensively. They just ran the ball right down their throat with both of them. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. I, I I think the Colts... The line, the line scares me because it's hard to bet against uh, uh, Aaron. But I just, I just think there's a world where Aaron spends a whole lot of time on the bench. That's entirely possible. That is entirely possible. Um, let's see. Casey jumped in. Uh, oh, Joseph said, "Isn't Taylor out for this game? He might be. I had. Not I don't seen know if that. he's out or not. He hasn't been playing well, and I know he was fighting injury, which is some of the reason why he hasn't been playing well. But I don't know if he's out or not. And then Casey said, uh, "The two starting quarterbacks for the Packers have lingering injuries." So, L.A. Lakers twenty twenty championship. Said, "What's going on, fellas?" He said, uh, "NBA draft is happening soon. Who is the number one prospect?" Uh, who knows at this point? We talked about that earlier. Anthony Edwards is the betting favorite. Obi Toppin has got a lot of talk. Lamelo Ball has got a lot of talk. Um, who knows? Who Knows. Uh, moving on, Cowboys at the Vikings. Vikings are a seven-point favorite. Is there any world in which the Cowboys keep this within seven points with the Vikings looking to get back in the playoff race? Yeah, because I think that team is getting healthier, and I also, we don't need to overreact to all the Vikings stuff. I'm, There's a I'm, world in which this team is still not a great team. I'm, I'm just... I'm trying really hard not to overreact, but the Vikings can move to five and five, and they've got a a workable schedule to get back in the playoff race. I I'm going to take the Vikings minus seven. Because I would I don't like trust to see it. I would like to see it. They were my pick to win this division, um, and and I would I would really enjoy seeing it. Also, I kind of enjoy the demise of the Cowboys. That's fun for me. My problem is, is I just, I ain't laying a touchdown with Kirk Cousins ever. Uh, Casey said, I actually think the Cowboys win this game. Um, wouldn't surprise me. It just wouldn't. I, and and I told you a couple of weeks ago that I thought Garrett Gilbert would be a better option than Ben DiNucci and all that. And it's not that he's great by any stretch of the imagination, but he's kind of got the offense rolling just a little bit. I think, uh, I think they're going to be all right. So they, I guess they could, but I'm, I'm siding with the Vikings right now. Um, I, I just I think that they are the significantly better team. They are on a hot streak right now. I'm going to keep riding it, uh, and we shall. That's see. okay. I'm okay with that. I'm, this is a complete stay away for me for that very reason, though. I just can't trust Kurt. Um, hey, uh, so this guy jumped into YouTube. LA Lakers 2020 champions. He said just happened now. Clay Thompson just suffered another apparent leg injury, and he's undergoing testing. Did you see that? No. I didn't see that either, man. That's that's big for uh, for the Warriors if that's if that's true. Yep. Um, okay. So Sunday night football, the Chiefs at the Raiders. Raiders are a seven point underdog at home. They already got the one win over the Chiefs earlier this season, and Andy Reid has made a gigantic deal about the fact that the Raiders team bus drove in circles around the stadium 
after they won the ballgame. This was like some huge to-do, and of course, the Raiders just poo-pooed it. Do you see John Gruden's response to it? No. He, he said, uh, look, it could be that, or it could be the fact that we got a, a jackass bus driver that wanted to make some smart-ass comments, and we made him drive around the stadium a few times. He said, either way, next question. Like, I'm not answering this. Now, so hang on. John Gruden made it seem like we made him drive around as punishment to him. I, I, that's what he said. I, it's, it's, it's baffling to me that these people are able to function in society. <laughs> like, I know they're really good at football. They know this one thing better than I'll ever know this one thing. They've forgotten more about this one thing, football, that I will ever know. But these are the dumbest sons of bitches on the planet. And there are people out there that give these people jobs after their career's over. Yes. They should not. They should take them out back and shoot them in the head because they're worthless to society after that. They offer nothing positive. John Gruden's one of the bottom three dumbest people I've ever heard talk in my life. Uh, yeah, I could buy that. I he know knows you hate football. him. He knows football really well. But to think that after you pulled off this big upset, your bus driver said something that upset you, and as punishment, you made him waste drive gas around, and drive waste everybody else's time? Like the whole team had to sit and wait on him to take his laps? Yeah, I guess. John Gruden's a moron. He's a moron. Now, first, Andy Reid, come on, dude. You've been in the league long enough. You can't get upset about stuff like this. If you're just trying to build up some type of the team beat you, that should be enough animosity to want to kick their ass next time. They embarrassed you. But, God, come on, man. This is. Yeah. No, this I'm, is, I'm, this is either way, either way, uh, there is apparently some animosity between the two teams now, right? So, I uh, I think the Chiefs are going to crush them. They already lost to them once. They, it's not like they needed extra motivation. They've already lost to them once. Now you got Andy Reid talking about this stuff. Um, if I were the Raiders, I probably would not have done anything like that. I would have gotten out of town as quickly as possible last time. But either way, um, hey, uh, the so the Clay Thompson thing, uh, Shams tweeted it out. He suffered an apparent lower leg injury today. Is undergoing tests to determine severity. So, yeah, uh, looks like it could be uh, could be a big thing. Uh, her face looked hella squished on YouTube. <laughs> Said, are you dudes dating? The bear on the left has a cute face. No homo, his smile. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. We're not dating, by the way. I'm, I am, never mind. I was about to say something inappropriate. We're good. A, we, we are both happily married uh, to other people. Uh, okay. Not, not to was, each other. That was not what I was going to say, <laughs> but that's fine. We're good. There you we go. Are, by the way, I will say that now we are. I was going to make a joke. It inappropriate. <laughs> You're uh, you're siding Chiefs, right? Yes. Okay. Hundred percent. Right. No, they're not getting them twice. That's that's kind of what I was thinking. Even at home, Sunday night football, I think this is where my home shines. So, uh, Matt Miller said, "Hey, John Gruden could play Trucky in a live action movie. He isn't a waste." Yeah. No. It, you know. No. The only good thing about that is, at some point in time, somebody's going to put him in a box and set it on fire. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, Monday night football game. This is the last one, and then we'll jump into our official picks for the weekend. Uh, Rams at the Bucks. Bucks are a four-point favorite. The Rams have looked pretty good here lately, but can they get it done in this spot? And my answer would be yes. I think Tom Brady has got that offense rolling now. The, the Rams are not the Saints. 
They're just not. They, I understand the Bucks have a Saints problem. Uh, they went and played at the Bears on a short week, and we're not able to get it done, but I don't think that's the situation here. You've got extra time to prepare, and I trust Tom Brady more than I do Sean McVay and that bunch in this spot. Uh, give me the Bucks minus four at home. So I'm looking up real quick. One, two, three, four. This will be the fifth time this year that the Bucks have had to come all the way to the East Coast and 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 play a game. The Rams, you mean? The Rams. I'm sorry, they're playing the Bucks. As far as looking at the schedule, this will be the fifth time that they've had to come across the country to travel. I don't know that the NFL has ever made a team from the West Coast come that many times. I think they'll find a way to work it out to where. You, you don't travel that much across the country. In all of those games, they have covered one. Damien said uh, that the Rams win. So that's because Damien hates Tom. That's fine. <laughs> I don't know that his opinion is valid because he is biased. And once we learn your biases, we no longer listen to you when you spout garbage to it, Damien. Here you um, go. Here you go. <laughs> so, but yeah, and that one game that they covered was against the Eagles. Well, that should tell you something, I would think. Not true. I apologize. They also covered against the Skins. They beat them by 20, and we haven't had a 20-point line yet, so that has to be a that, cover. Okay, that has to be a cover. They that didn't cover sense. the other two, so they're 2-2. Two and two. Um, I just thought that was weird when I saw the scheduling. I was like, wait a minute, this is at the Bucks. Surely the Bucks are going to them, right? They Because every other week, I feel like they're flying across the country, and I just thought that was strange that they're making them do it again. This... I like the Bucks a lot. You know that. I think yeah. this team is the most complete team in football, even though they no team looks complete outside of the Chiefs. Let me preface that. They're the most complete team in the NFC. The problem is the Rams do the one thing that really gives Tom fits, and that's Rush pressure up straight up the middle. Yeah. yeah. Tom doesn't have to be a great athlete to take pressure from the side. He knows how to handle himself inside the pocket when the sides come in and collapse. But when you come at him straight up the center, it gives him a lot of problems. And that's the only scare I have in this game is if they can't find a way, because this offensive line for the Bucks is pretty damn good, but they are very much Dr. Jekyll, Miss Side. They, they play like game busters one week and then play like they're not even there the next if they are having problems and they can't figure out a good solution for 99, then, then this They'll is lose going the game. to be a, they're going to need the defense to carry it. Okay. Yeah. They will need not uh, outside the realm of possibility. They don't have a, they might lose the game. If that happens, if they block 99, if Aaron Donald gets controlled in this game, they will win. I would lean bucks for that very reason right there. I think the defense could if this is a low scoring, Tom Brady can't get the offense going at all. The defense for the for the for the the Rams are, are giving him fits. I trust the Bucks defense better than I trust the Rams defense overall. I, I think the Bucks defense has playmakers that the Rams do not. I agree so with that. That's that's where I would lean with this. Um let's see. Joseph Gomez said, check the WCE archives. I had the Pats three and five, no bias, just facts. Uh Damien said, Well, damn, I love y'all too. <laughs> you know, we well, love you, you come out here and you hate on my boys all the time, and you just and then you expect me to just take it. Come on, man! At some point in time, I got to push back. Uh, her face looked hella squished uh, earlier. Said 
All right, that's enough. Y'all are hilarious. I'm subscribing. That's good. Uh, he, Appreciate that. that. He, uh, he, he gave me a bit of a compliment as well. I, if I think the dude with the striped shirt has a cute smile, does that make me gay even though I like girls? Uh, no, man, I'm just a beautiful human being. That's the way that goes. Easy enough. Easy enough. We got two good-looking men on this show. It ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, Lickers guy uh, said, if you have a girlfriend and think a smile is cute, then it's not gay unless you tell your wife. <laughs> I guess that might... That might make some sense. All right, we are coming up on an hour here. Let's go ahead and jump into our official picks. Uh, I will go ahead and start us off. I am siding with one Sir Joseph Burrow and the Bengals, plus two at the Redskins. Uh, Alex Smith was able to throw the ball all over the yard. They weren't able to score last week. I do think that the Bengals uh, have plenty of offense, and even though I do like the Washington defense quite a bit, I do think they will be able to put up enough points, and Washington will not give me the Bengals plus two at the uh, the Washington football team. Yeah, this is a wrong team favorite here. Alex Smith looked fine. He was a very poor man's Drew Brees. He wasn't throwing it all over the field. He was dumping it off. His, yes. his average air yards was less than two. That's a problem. Okay, the Bengals defense isn't great. I think this will be a really fun game to watch, by the way. And I believe that one Joey covers Joseph Burrow will get back on his horse this week. And let's just hope that Chase Young has learned his lesson about uh, roughing up passers and eases up a little bit this week on my boy. (laughs) Uh, Dolphins. I'm going Dolphins minus three at the Broncos. Uh, I don't understand why this line is so short other than the idea that uh, maybe People just don't realize that the Dolphins are good yet, but that defense and the special teams unit that they put out there is uh, really, really good. And they are riding a hot streak right now. Tua is 3-0 and as a starter. I think that continues this week, regardless of who plays quarterback for the Broncos. Uh, give me the Dolphins minus three on the road. All right, gave it out earlier. My Browns wore the hoodie today. They're going to beat the hell out of the Eagles. This Eagles team is bad. Carson Wentz is bad at football. Okay, he just is. And, and that's just, there's not a lot of analytics here. Miles Garrett's going to wreck this game like he has wrecked virtually every game they've played except two. And and uh, I think the offense will be able to run rampant all over the Eagles um, until they show secondary guys that can pick off Baker, which is not really hard, but you got to be good enough to do it. Then I don't see this Eagles team winning this game. I believe the Browns will win. I believe the Browns will cover. I could get down with that. I think uh, people would have made a lot of money betting against the Eagles this year, if I'm not mistaken. They are, let's see, against the spread, the Eagles are three and six. So I believe, I believe I'm I'm that guy. You you are that guy. Uh, the only teams worse than that are the Jets at two and seven against the spread, and the Cowboys who are one and eight one, against the spread. I was so. just about to say the Cowboys have covered one game, and that was last week again, two weeks ago against the Steelers. Yes, uh, I'm rolling Chiefs minus seven. Kansas City going on the road to Las Vegas, and yes, the Raiders got them the first time. They will not get them the second time, and even though. This line is a touchdown. I still think Patrick Mahomes goes out and proves a point. Andy Reid doesn't use these uh, motivational tactics very often, but when he does, I believe they are going to be super effective because that team only gets up in certain spots of the season. This would be one of them. Sunday night football, national broadcast, like national window. They're the only team playing, and it's against a team that's already beat you. Uh, I think they are going to be fired up for this game. I think they are going to smoke the Raiders, and it won't even be close. 
Yep, I completely agree. I don't know that it won't even be close. I, I do believe that they're going to never let up at some point in time. Will not so that, be close. They're not pulling the dogs off. I think the Raiders are a decent football team. I think they will be able to score some, and they will. this will be a fun game. At some point in time, this is going to get a, a, at least two scores out of the way. I think you're going to cover. I think you're going to cover easy. Patrick Mahomes going to go off. Andy Reid, cheeseburger night for everybody. Yes. Uh, did you see, by the way, uh, that the entire Raiders defense is in COVID protocol right now. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. They're still eligible to play this weekend, but it's it's all due well, to contact tracing. They're not able to tracing. practice, though. They're not able to practice. And when it's the entire starting defense. Well, what happened a couple of weeks ago where the whole offensive line was out? And I made a lot of money that week. I don't even remember what game that was or who they played. But I was like, their offensive line hasn't been able to practice or be around each other for the entire week. They're definitely not winning this game, and they got blowed out by somebody. I cannot remember. I remember what you were talking about. I don't remember the game. I don't even remember yes. the team. I just remember, oh, I'm betting against that. That yeah. seems smart. So Raiders here, uh, it was announced today that the entire starting defense is having to do Zoom meetings and whatnot this week. They are eligible to play on Sunday. John Gruden. Uh, but they have to hell, test out of it. Hell of a leader. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Vikings minus seven at home against the Cowboys. Uh, again, Cowboys are one and eight against the spread this year, uh, and they cannot stop the run. They are number 28 in the league against the run. The Vikings will be able to hand it off to Dalvin Cook, and they'll be able to handle this no problem. I, uh, I like the Vikings. They are, they are hot right now, and I think that continues this week. Tennessee Titans going to the Raider, uh, Ravens. I think Baltimore is going to play substantially better than they did last week, but I believe that they are going to be finding themselves in field goal to 4.5 point games most of the season for the rest of the time. Um, I think they have a mentality of just win and in, in, in advance. And uh, yeah, the Titans were the ones that put them out of the playoffs last year. And uh, I think they'll be a little bit upset about that, but you can be upset about things. I don't know you can do much about it. I'll take the Titans and I'll take the points. Uh, I just think it's too many. I think the Raiders, the Ravens, sorry, I'm going to keep saying that, um, <laughs> can can win this game, but it wouldn't surprise me if the Titans pull the upset off. I agree with you there. Um, that is not an official play for me, but I, I would likely have a little bit of juice on that one. Uh, last game for me, Steelers minus 10 at the Jags. Jags looked great last week. Going up to uh, uh, Green Bay, looked all right. Everything's okay. Um, you know, they, you can't really run it on the Steelers. Uh, I, I think that the Steelers got some things figured out last week on offense. Uh, they were able to score uh, pretty easily on, on the Bengals. I think they will be able to score easily on the Jags here. I, I like the Steelers team right now. I think this is not the spot where they get caught. Uh, give me the Steelers minus 10 at the Jags. Your analysis on that was completely wrong, by the way, but that's fine. Well, um, which, which part? The Steelers' offense didn't get going. Their defense got them in scoring position easily. Yeah, but they were able to still put up points with it. No, they hadn't no, been able no, to do that Gary, all year. No, they went three and out, 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 like nine times in a row. But because the defense put them in situations, they got a bunch of field goals early, which got them up two scores, and then they were able to hit some big plays for touchdowns. But that's fine. That's fine. We're Go moving ahead. on. Your analysis is completely wrong, but that's fine. Last play of the game of the week is the Pats. Uh, listen, they're not a good football team, okay? This is this is not a, a glaring indictment that they are back, all right? They're not. But I think this Texas team is done. 
what's weird is the Texans have to, they should be keeping fighting. They have no tanking abilities because they don't have draft picks. They don't have a first or a second next year. So they have no incentive to tank. I just think they can't do anything about it. And the Patriots, I think, are going to fight. They're going to fight hard and they're going to play really hard. I think they're going to take Watson away. They're going to control Watson and they're going to take Fuller away. And if you do those two things, this Houston team cannot score. They just yeah, can't. Yeah, I agree. And they can't stop the run. The Pats are going to run all over them. If you're hurting for a for a, a fantasy running back, pick up any of the three or four. Like, you're probably not going to get Damian Harrison. But, like, go get Rex Burkhead. He'll get two touchdowns this week. He's just going to score, and it's going to run all over him. They're going to use three or four different guys, and they're going to put up a shitload of points. Yeah. No, I, th- I think you're right. I think you're right. I like the Pats there. I do like the Pats. Lakers said, how is Joe Burrow doing? Heard he's all right. Uh, yeah, he's all right. He's, he's pretty good. He's, he's, he's pretty, pretty good. good. I mean, he's covered every game but one. That's pretty good. Um, let's see. Damien said, hold the hell up. What the hell is up with Pepsi making an apple pie flavor soda? Have you seen this? No, I'm against that kind of stuff, though. I don't do that. Listen, either put cocaine back in the Coke or quit changing the flavors. That's it. Yeah, There's only two options. I'm good with that. Quit dicking around with the Coke or put Coke back in it. Let's see. I, I see it here. Uh Let's see, today.com, cnn.com, delish.com. Uh, apparently, you have to win a bottle. Like oh, well, that's the only I, I'm not competing in that contest at all. No, I'll pass on that. I will pass on what that. What a shitty prize. Yeah, that's kind of... Like a nasty-ass drink. Pepsi's gross anyway. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. All right, uh, let's go watch this NBA draft. What do you say? All right. All right, you guys go to winningcureseverything.com. Make sure you are subscribed everywhere you need to be subscribed. The live show Monday, Wednesday, Friday on Periscope, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, uh, so long as the streams are up, of course. Make sure you are subscribed to each one of those. If you want to jump into the chat, you can do it there. And if you miss a live show, you can always grab the podcast. We do podcast exclusives on Sunday after the college football weekend and Thursday before the college football weekend. So make sure that you check those bad boys out, of course. And you can always find our college football coverage over at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF or the SBR Picks YouTube page. Uh, Sportsbook Review is a fantastic bunch, and we enjoy working with them for sure. Uh, the Lakers guy said that Cardinals are winning this year. Talking about the Super Bowl he said Deshaun Hopkins with a Hail Mary catch for the Super Bowl win. Uh, cheers to it, man. It'd be a lot of fun. We could see Kyler Murray host, uh, hoisting that trophy. I'd be all for it. All for it. All right. The trophy's bigger than him. You got that right. Doesn't matter, though. The boy can fling it. <laughs> all right. We're getting out of here. You guys take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And uh, what do you say? We cash some tickets. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.